Dun-na-na, dun Welcome to Sports Center, ladies and gentlemen. Psych, got him. You are now tuning in to the Franchise Podcast, Episode 2. I'm Mohanid. We got Mohammed, a.k.a. Mo, and we also got Omar on the airways right now. What's let's, up, players? Yes, sir. So let's get right into it, man. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today, man. A lot of activity since we you last heard our voices. Let's talk about the Lakers and the Trailblazers. Trailblazers won 193 in Game 1 of the most epic Western Conference game. Let's talk about it. In the bubble. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. What a surprise. What a surprise. Um, I was going to say, are you are you ever, ever going to give Damian Lillard space to take a shot? Never. 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 Yo, I'm playing full court press. I'm guarding him even back to his hotel room. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> guarding him after the game, before the game. I'm, I'm like Patrick Beverly, bro. I'm going to stick on you. I'm going to make you annoyed. I'm going to make you hate the shit out of me because you ain't getting anything off. But, Dame, you are a beast. It's just something about Dame time. He always goes off. Like, when when Dame time hits, man, he, he, he's unstoppable. From any range. And, and like, it's crazy, too, because, I mean, you watch the playing game, and they killed it. Uh, Nurkic had a great game there, and they've been playing for their playoff lives. Yeah, Nurkic. You know, had a great since they got in the bubble. Yeah. And I mean, and then they had McCollum came up big in that playing game as well. And I mean, the first game against the Lakers, that's not the type. That's not Portland's game. Is the crazy part? It was not Portland's game. They were probably off too, but for the most part, they they did what they had to do to win. You'd think if they won, it'd be a shootout, but. They did. They got it done on the defensive end, and held, held, held down the fort. Man, it's very impressive. That's definitely the most one. That's definitely a series to keep your eye on. A lot of people are saying the Lakers didn't play up to you know par up to what they were normally accustomed oh, to I, playing to. I 100 percent agree. But yeah, but look, come on, let's, let's give credit where it's due here. You're, oh, I think the Blazers yeah, no aren't doubt. your typical eight seed. It's a team full of veterans, and uh, Damian Lillard. He is a superstar. People don't want to give him that rep because, oh, he's never been to the final. He's never been this. But all that guy does is produce numbers. And look what happened. I mean, he pulled out his inner Michael Jordan. He took it personally when um, took it you very know, personal. Yeah, Pat Bev and uh, Paul jo- George, yeah. you know, being chumps on the sideline, just making fun of him. Like, Put some respect on his motherfucking name, yo. Yeah, please you put know, some respect on Dame's you know, name. Uh, uh, Pat Beverly, how many shoes do you have? Zero. Oh, zero. Yeah. I mean, with I'm that being said, with, 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 with <laughs> that musty as fuck. With that being said about uh, all, day, all the Dame time talk and stuff like that, let's let we gotta give respect to res- where respects due. I mean, he is. There's still Steph, you know. There's still Steph Curry yeah. lurking oh, in sure. the shadows, you know. So before we get all hyped up, I mean, we missed Steph this year, uh, and we 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 got all uh, we got a bunch of Trey Youngs, we got a bunch of Devin Booker's. Now uh, and Damian Lillard now, and I feel like people are forgetting about Steph. You know, I feel like people are also forgetting about a one. He was a very great guy for the yeah. New York Knicks, Carmelo Anthony. Oh Carmelo Anthony, yeah, yeah, the rebirth of Carmelo Anthony. Stepping up big, stepping you know, up big time. It's great for the Blazers to have three dudes they know can they can trust with clutch shots, especially but, CJ. Yeah, CJ, did CJ? Not get enough respect. Yeah. Too. It's like, yo, you he's either... diamond up whoever you put on him. Who closed out game seven last year in the um, uh, Western semis? He, 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 clo- he closed out the uh, the playing game against Memphis. Yeah, he was he giving buckets to your boy John Morant, Mo, uh, Mahanid. And, and it's crazy. I mean, the second game, too, with the Lakers game, the game one, it, it was, I will have to say, the Lakers did have an off game, you know? If they played up to their potential. I mean, Anthony Davis was pretty much not playing the whole he, game. I mean, the Blazers had four guys with five-plus fouls. And the fact that they they came out way with that win is very impressive. It's really impressive. And it it goes back because it's going to be interesting how to see how some of these series play out, especially this one, since, um, I I mean, I think it's fine. The Lakers came out out bad, but all credit to uh, Portland, you know. They came out hard. They They played well. But I mean, they got it. Can they can they sustain this for seven games if it go if it needs to? I don't think so. I think a lot of people are saying Lakers in five, but yeah, no. I mean, 
I asked, I asked a lot of people last night. I mean, I was engaging with my 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 fans on Twitter. JK, I was engaging <laughs> with my people, my friends on Twitter. I mean, because as a Lakers fan, you watching that game. I, I even even me, like a normal person watching that game, I could tell like the Lakers were off. Danny Green wasn't hitting his shots. Uh, Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope wasn't hitting his shots. Anthony Davis was missing a lot, and he 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 was missing a lot. Braun was missing a lot. Although, I mean. Shout out to Braun. I mean, he's triple still breaking triple-double, yeah. tri- triple 25-15-15. And 15, first player to ever do it in a playoff uh, um, in a playoff game. Like, how are you that old and still breaking records, my dude? You know, you, you know, Hamoudi, uh, we were talking about this earlier. You know, at least I mentioned this earlier. I want to see LeBron kind of take over these kind of games. He's been, you know, going around, you know, distributing the ball, like just being an all-around amazing player and, like, you know, uh, he reminds me more of more of Magic Johnson, you know, every single day. That's what he's trying to be. I feel like, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, what I'm saying Showtime Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's learning from the great. He's making everybody around him better. So uh, take that, Skip Bayless. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, you know, in a situation like that, when you know your supporting cast, they're being cold. You know, Danny Green missing wide open threes that he normally makes. And don't yeah. get me wrong, you know, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. Those shots are gonna go in. You know, what I'm saying just a off day at the gym, if you will. But, you know, in those kind of situations, that's why I want to see LeBron say, fuck it, everybody move out of my way. I'm taking over. You know, I'm going to give, because LeBron can give anybody a bucket. He could take a triple team, but he's playing very smart basketball this late in his career, avoiding injuries. 100%, yeah. You know, making the right decisions, you know, and he just being very selfless. And, you know, that's just leadership 101. That's why I know that the Lakers are going to be good. Now, don't get me wrong, the Blazers are going to give him a run for their money. I wouldn't be surprised if this series goes to seven. Oh, but at really? The same time, but at the same time, you know, Portland doesn't play really good defense, as we all know. Well, yeah, they don't play good. Because, I mean, I'm watching the game last night. I mean, yeah, Melo, I love you, but he's not trying on defense. Like, these dudes are not going to get aboard. And if they get in foul trouble, I mean, I saw defense. The, the last the last four minutes. I mean, I think last, last like, quarter of the game, like, fourth quarter, coming down the stretch, um, I, I witnessed Braun and AD miss two th- free throws back-to-back a pair. That's four points off the board right there. You know, they're not doing that on a regular basis. They're not doing that in game two. But this is – I don't – you say it'll go to seven. I had Portland in seven as well. That's just the Blazers fan, the Mello and uh, Dame fan in me talking. But, I mean, I'm telling you, the, the Lakers are going to come back, come back and come back strong. And it's – how the the important thing to know is how the Blazers weather the storm, is how the Blazers come out and play. Because I mean, you're not gonna, you're not. I don't. Even if you're the Lakers, you know, I don't think you're gonna win a shootout, Braun. You're not. I don't think you're gonna win a shootout with uh, Dame. I I just, I love you, Braun, but I just don't think it's gonna happen. I mean, it's hundred percent not gonna happen. He can literally pull up from anywhere and just shoot that shit which is actually contested or not it's actually going to be interesting too because like let's say game two comes around and the blazers do go go up 2-0 you know for a team like the blazers coming in as the eighth seed versus number one seed in the lakers now i think we'll see what having no fans and being in the bubble really means for the playoffs because for the blazers wouldn't you want that home field advantage going in 2-0 for game three and game four Absolutely. And then you close out that series, you know, Cause, and then for the Lakers adversely too, you know, what if you need those fans to bring you up when you're down in the game what, in the rally, you know? Yeah, no, that's a really good point you, you're bringing up right there. And, you know, being in the bubble is definitely affecting, I feel like, affected both number one seeds. Uh, Milwaukee is one of those cities where um, their home field is amazing. I remember one time a couple of years ago uh, when they were playing the Bulls, uh, or was it the Bulls? It was the Raptors. And, you know, the whole stadium was saying, Bucks in six, Bucks in six. That's where the whole stadium, you know, when the, the Milwaukee's finally emerging, you know, early in Giannis's career. So, you know, those are the teams that really need that kind of home field advantage for sure. Um, and especially the Lakers. I mentioned in the last episode that they might have, you know, sometimes have fair weather fans, but not, not lately. I mean, like almost, you know, it's like, you know, seven out of ten sports fans you'll talk to or basketball fans are usually a Lakers fan. And it's usually, you know, a legend. So, um, I mean, 
all the Lakers fans, I mean, they were on Twitter all last night panicking. But like I said, guys, you know, I wouldn't say they were yeah. panicking. A lot of the people with me, yeah, I, a lot of people weren't. They worried. they weren't really. I, like, yo, for I mean, team watching prize, the game, 50%? I yeah. couldn't be worried either. I mean, they're like, yo, our point guard's not working, our center's not working. LeBron, they were just off. Yeah, LeBron went off. I mean, it's crazy because I, I think Kuzma's probably the the next consistent one outside of LeBron. And, and, and he played like some that's shit the thing. Too. And you know, AD can obviously I, play better. Been, I was seeing some uh, um, Kuzma banter yesterday too, and it's just like, I mean, give the guy a shot, man. It's his first play game like guys he'll be good and honestly me personally if I'm a coach of any team I want this first series to be hard because I don't want it to be like a walk in the park because I want them to you know get ready for like you know battle mode because winning an NBA championship is not going to be a walk in the park unless you're the uh, what the 96 97 Bulls and even then you have to go through um, the Seattle Supersonics so, so what do you think the um, so what are you guys prediction for this series you know, tomorrow, you still got the Blazers, guys. Yeah, I still got the Blazers. I think Blazers are going to oh, win man. game two. I think they're going to win game two. Too. And I think the Lakers are going to start to come back after game three when they were like, yo, we got to pick our shit up and, get, and take this shit seriously. Or else Adam Silver is going to announce the first positive COVID test in. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Mohanad? Man, honestly, like, the Lakers have too much star power, and this See? is LeBron's year. He's going to be uh, Bubbles Finals MVP. Bubbles Finals. <laughs> That's <laughs> By, a good uh, one. Unanimous, best player yeah, in the bubble. Yeah, unanimous best player decision. in the bubble. For sure. I mean, like, in my opinion, like, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Dame. I think Dame is the most exciting player in the bubble to watch. Absolutely agree. And then, you know, I think that you have Luka Doncic and, you know, Donovan Mitchell. We'll talk about him in a second. He dropped 57 points. But at the same time, you know, LeBron is playing that championship-style basketball, mm-hmm. spreading the ball around, getting his teammates involved, trusting his teammates to make plays, you know, because there are times where he's going to have to do that. We've seen, you know, we've seen Ray Allen, you know, hit a clutch shot in 2013 to uh, help him win his second ring. So, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Jordan had John Paxson, Steve Kerr, you know what I'm saying, uh, hit big shots around his journey. So, you know, that's what I see in the Lakers, and, you know, um, I'm kind of glad they lost this first game because they are, you know, because well, it's a learning lesson for them, especially for those young guys like Hughes. Yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, when you look at it too, I mean, LeBron, I mean, he didn't, he came to play game one. No one else, no one else came to play except for LeBron. He came to play game one. I mean, for me, Portland got, I, mean, I love Dame and everything. I'm going to still keep my, my prediction Blazers in seven just because, I mean, I always like the underdog story. I mean, yeah, same. Um, Lakers, like Lakers, uh, y'all, y'all too powerful. And no, uh, hopefully, past. y'all can, y'all can. I think y'all will weather the storm, but definitely Blazers in seven for me. Blazers in seven is for me as well. Can you imagine what Skip Bayless would do and say about LeBron if <laughs> they dropped the ball on this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he's probably upset right now. He probably knows he, he he's bad to talk about LeBron and like. Oh, the only player to average 25, 15, and 15 in a playoff game at his age? Oh, great job, LeBron. But you couldn't get the W. You couldn't secure the dub. You couldn't secure the dub. Not my king. Not my king. Uh, Couldn't be me. Not my king. Yeah, and then he, I'm pretty sure he's on bad terms with um, Damian Lillard as well, too, because uh, didn't Dame say, shut the fuck up, Skip? Yeah, Dame disrespected him. Skip, you know, you. Back keep back disrespecting back. Dame. Keep Skip disrespecting him. We need more. We need more. We need more big performances from this keep guy. Keep disrespecting athletes that you know nothing about. What oh, they and, and Pat, as and, if you won any ring, Skip. Come uh, on. And, 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 and Pat Bev, Paul George. I got nothing to say to you guys. This dude gamed you guys before in the playoffs in the biggest stage of the game. So Cancun on three, my ass. Yeah, it, for real. Paul George, Pat Bev, let me just start putting some respect on Damian Lillard's yeah. name. And we uh, were, uh, we were uh, CJ McCollum as well. Unless you could drop a hot song with a hot 16 like Dame, I don't want to hear nothing. You I'll see you guys on State Farm commercial breaks. It's yeah, funny because my uh, friend in the pod, Akil, shout out to Akil. Big he, up to he, Akil. He was telling me that he was, he was talking about it on Twitter. What if Patrick Beverly and Paul George wanted to light a fire under Dame so he can start going off and it's on a playoff tear? Knowing that they're the A seed and knowing that the Lakers are the one seed so that he can knock out the Lakers. Well, then that means that uh, the Portland and what are and gonna... think about this. Think about this with it. What if it wasn't even Patrick Beverly's idea or Paul George's idea? What if it was Kawhi's idea? Oh, he doesn't want to see LeBron. Kawhi gay. He Kawhi gay. <laughs> he don't want to oh, see LeBron. Man. He don't want to see LeBron in the um, Western Conference Finals. You know, just something to think about. I mean, you saw how LeBron strapped him up in that final possession. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first game of the bubble. 
he looked he looked very terrified. All right, but let, let, let's keep it rolling. I mean, we got another but staying on the West Coast. Yeah, you know, what what Western uh, Conference playoffs. I think the most interesting, the next most interesting and most intriguing matchup out of the uh, the Western Conference teams has to be uh, between the Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets. Again, shout out to my boy Keel, huge Nuggets fan, man. I, I they're my dark like I, like God. I said, like I said, they're they're my dark horse team to win it all. But this will this is the series I'm telling you guys right now will definitely go to Game Seven. This is that's a seven most, game series yeah, right now. This is the most. It's a battle series. of the Rocky Mountains. What we got <laughs> exactly? What we got right here is a lethal matchup between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell putting up 57 mm-hmm. points. Jamal Murray channeling the inner Mamba mentality and just taking everything personally. Yeah, and and, it, and and it's crazy. They he put up like. This man put up 57 points. Donovan Mitchell, like, shot. that's great. Great performance and all. You put up 57 points on your team to still lose this? Come on now. Like, that was that was the game that started off this NBA playoffs. And it went to overtime. And it went into overtime. Still couldn't get it done. But that's when Jamal Murray took over. Uh, Nikolai Jokic took over. I mean, for, for a team like the Nuggets, they need. I think they need the veteran leadership. I think they re- they're, they're, lack- they're really young and they're lacking that veteran leadership. To really get get them out, get get them out of the tough binds and stuff like that. I think it was tough uh, stretches in a game. I think it was Rashid, you know, big up to Rashid, who was saying on Twitter um, that Jamal Murray's uh, pick and roll partner is pretty much useless. <laughs> Jokic, you know, you could be doing a couple of things here and there, but you know, you're still great. Yeah, I mean, he's still a bucket. He's still a bucket. He still is a walking Eastern European bucket. I mean, and and like today too. I think the Jazz. So the Jazz won today, and the the series is tied up one one now. And that's, I mean, it's going to be so interesting. And that's another one where I look at it and just think, what would home field advantage actually being playing in Denver and playing in Utah with with um, a home field advantage, a home crowd? What would that do for the series? They'd have you know? to go to nine games. I definitely think <laughs> it would. Yeah, they tied it after game seven. <laughs> It's just like the, those are those are like you know two like very rowdy fan bases. I mean, y'all watched the Last Dance. Y- y- y'all seen those Utah fans? I mean, even yeah, like the crazy Atlanta, motherfuckers. Growing up, just watching them, you know what I'm saying? Like just the atmosphere in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you out there in the middle of like you know the mountains and stuff. Just you, nothing you, but basketball. It's breathing, to watch. breathing over there is a little bit weird. What are you gonna watch the Utah Utes? But, but the star power in this series is probably. I mean, it's definitely the next outside of. I mean. Clippers, Clippers, uh, Clippers, Mavs, and Portland. Uh, I mean, uh, Portland and LA. You know, Thunder, LA. Uh, Thunder and the Rockets. Well, I mean, uh, Thunder. He got uh, outside outside of Westbrook and Harden. He really got superstars. I mean, I mean, CP three. I guess. Yeah. Hey, you know? don't sleep on Daniel House. So, like that dude is like a crust. Cru- I'm talking about superstars, man. I'm talking you about saw, James Harden. <laughs> we talking about James Harden. You can talk about Daniel House. Daniel House. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Talking about hey, Daniel man. House. Hey, one. I just want to give him a shout out. You know what I'm saying? Texas A&M star uh, helped orchestrate one of the greatest comebacks in college football basketball history. Not college football, college basketball. Yeah, college, I mean, I mean, he might have been a football player at some point Could've in his been. life. Could have got hey, some man, offers. An athlete is an athlete. Yeah, for sure. But, but yeah, no, definitely. Go ahead, Mo. I was gonna say, yeah, like um, honestly, going back to the uh, Denver and Utah series. I, I mean, you know, Jamal Murray in the zone. You, you know. He didn't score fifty seven points, but he did score what, thirty seven? You don't have to yeah, you don't have to score fifty seven. He went off, he he took over it's he pulled a CJ McCollum. When time. you can score buckets in the clutch time. In the clutch. Exactly. You Every need players time like that. He got the ball. He was finding that space and taking shots and making buckets. And I mean, uh, like uh, even you, I mentioned him last podcast. You know, we have Michael Porter Jr. When he's on, he's on, and he's on too, it, yeah. they need him. They Denver needs him to to start playing big minutes. You know. But yeah, Utah got to find you know more people other than um, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell and Gobert to you know find some offense, find some spark because, like I said, the man can't score fifty seven points every single night. Well, I mean they they got it this the, the second this game today, so they 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 got the help they need. I mean I think Jordan Clarkson um, had a okay. good game. Joe Joe Ingles had a good game as well. I mean, uh, not yeah, sure. Yeah, but it has to be on it, a consistent basis. You know, if yeah, you want, if you really want to make a playoff push. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, if you want to go to Cancun with Pat Beverly <laughs> at some point. I mean, that's... Uh, Who's going to Cancun with Pat Beverly? Uh, Paul George. Probably. Damn. 
Kawhi is not on that list. He's I mean, that. we we do know Paul George is, has been caught caught up on some like catfish stuff back in his days. Oh, him and Ray Allen. <laughs> but yeah, no, let, let's not talk, let's not talk about that. Yeah. Um, moving forward, you know, we got some great games also that happened this week. We got you know Mavericks that went down to the Clippers, as we said. You know, we're talking Luka. about Luca. You know, Istina. If you don't know what that means, that's uh, the truth in the Croatian. Truth. Istina, yeah, the truth. Uh, you know, he's he's not the answer, but he's the truth. The truth. The truth. Istina. Yeah, I mean, the, for all those who want to know, yes. Uh, the truth is Estina in Croatian. I believe that is where uh, our boy Luca is from. It, Who is he? Is he is, truth. Even if he is, or is it? just, just so you know. get some followers from Croatia. <laughs> Greetings from uh, America. Live from Laurel, Maryland. So, Merlin, to be exact. That's how they pronounce it in the South. But, yeah, Merlin. Merlin. But yeah, I mean, Luca, 37 points his first playoff game. I mean, Boban played great as well. This is another interesting series. I mean, I know, uh, I, know I talked about. Jazz and Nuggets being the another uh the most intriguing series. This one also the star power in here. A lot of the matchups are great. You know the matchups are everyone's matched up well, I believe. And Dallas, I think, and this is another one that can go seven game series. You know, but this one I see a bit more in the lens of if Clippers allow Dallas, if Clippers allow Dallas back into this. Yeah. So right now, I mean. I mean, we're watching. We watching game two right now. We got. We basically got a lot live cast going. I mean, yeah, Dallas up fifty two, forty three. Playoff series. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, back to yeah. Przingis his first playoff series. Man, don't know how to act. How you gonna get ejected in your first playoff series? Is that what they taught you out in New York, man? In New York, James Dolan fucked you up that bad. They they hang up anything. They were like, yo, in his rookie season, man, don't know made, how to act. He oh, made all three push. of his three pointers in the All Star game. We're hanging that up on the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. It's a new man's game. You know, it's a young man's game too. It's a young man's game, for sure. as we said since episode one. It's funny how Dallas is the, is really all the, the the European squad. I like how they transformed them. It's actually always been like that, you know. If you think about it, they're like East Germany. Maybe oh, it was West Germany. Sorry, it was West Germany. West Germany. No disrespect, Dirk. No disrespect, Dirk. Well, shout out to Mark Cuban. You don't know see the billionaire business owners love that outsourcing stuff. Franchise you know mindset. Saying? Back when we were on Tech Metal, we tried to outsource our work to uh, India. Some some graphic designers out in we India. We mean try. We did outsource. We're trying our to work. tell you guys, if you guys can't find the talent you need here in the United States, it's okay to look elsewhere. That's what you know. Mark Cuban did with um, the Mavericks, and I mean, he got a pretty pretty solid <laughs> squad right there. He did a great job. You know, the same thing with uh, the Clippers. Lou Williams tried to outsource his uh, nutrition outside of the bubble. <laughs> he did. And ended up in Magic City. And look at him right now in game two, making both those three throws. Boom. He got the cornrows, too. I'm trying to tell you guys, it's the power of the cornrows. The cornrows boosts up your, your points by three points a game. But who's right. get, The cornrows so, turn up the sliders all the way. So sure. is he getting those cornrows? Because I know there's a barbershop in the bubble. Is he going to the bubble, like the bar, barber bubble? You know what? The barber, I'd be, bubble I'd be barber, more or less pissed. bubble barber. I think joints look really, really tight on his head. I'd be pretty, <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed if my bar, my personal barber wasn't in the bubble. I'd be like, yo, I'm a multimillionaire. Why can't I have my personal barber come here and take a cold? Yo, test? and no one's talking about this. Like, you know, um, Doc Rivers has a very awesome fade. I've never get, seen Doc Rivers really shaped. How how does your how Always. does Doc Rivers have a better fade than his son? Oh. <laughs> like, yo, both y'all millionaires. What's up? You just hate haircuts? For some reason, I think they got a weird family dynamic. Just, just the two of them. Yeah, I you, think they have a weird family dynamic. I think they're too competitive. I think, I think his they're son. Very, very too competitive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think Doc Rivers is still, is still trying to outplay his son. But look, I look I'm not. We're not here. I'm not here on the show to you know judge people's parenting skills or you know people's, do I. Uh, relationship. You know, uh, just just play it on the court. You know, what I'm saying you got some family drama and you guys display display it on the court. That's awesome for us. It gives us content to talk about. But I really do hope you guys are good because, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, father-son relationship, especially, you know, daddy's a coach, uh, you know, son's a player, and they played on the same team getting coached by your dad. I mean, that takes a lot of, um, what's the word? You love. Know, it, talks, it takes a lot of love. It takes a lot of patience <laughs> to be able to, you know, Dads love your sons, even if you're both playing. I don't know. And, and I don't know how many times Austin Rivers has been traded, but I mean, I'm pretty sure Doc has traded him once, or Doc traded for him. I think Damn. Doc traded him away and then got him back. At Damn, some how are you gonna feel if your dad trades you away from the team? Like, yo, dad. I think it was a big story. I think I've, I've heard about it somewhere. I don't know if Matt Barnes said it on a podcast <laughs> you or something. Up, dad? <laughs> yeah, they're actually pretty good. Like, 
No, you're not my dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> you're not my coach. <laughs> That'd be, yo, that'd be some wild shit right there, man. I mean, what, what else we got? We got I mean, Magic and Bucks. You all want to talk about that? We choose for the big game. I mean, it's, it's it's interesting with that game, the Magic and the Bucks. You know, both the ace seeds in each conference beat the the one seeds. Uh, huge upsets. I, the, obviously, the bigger one is... It seems a little... The Magic one, obviously. It seems a little bit, you know, odd that both the eight seeds beat the one seed in game one. But statistically speaking, that has happened a lot in the NBA. But the Lakers have been kind of on coast mode since they locked up the number one seed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the Bucks probably been on cold. Like when I, did the Bucks lock in the number one seed? When was the last time you let... the Lakers, for sure, right? When was the last so. time the Lakers depended on Kyle Kuzma to win a game, to hit a game-winning shot? Yeah, I mean... You I mean, why would you when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James? fucking want to get a playoff experience. And J.R. Smith, at that, as a matter of fact. Jake, I don't know if I want J.R. to handle the ball with under a couple... Oh, no, no, no. He might go the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how the weed is like in the bubble. It's probably pretty Ain't good. Nobody smoking. You know, gas man. The gas man will come smoking. wherever. You know, if you can bring girls into the bubble, I'm pretty sure you can bring the weed. You can't bring bubble. girls into the bubble. I told you, you that. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You gotta. I, I, they're Who gonna start letting family and like close people in. Yeah, they're I gonna think, start letting. Uh, I think like relatives in soon. Relatively soon. Like I don't have a timetable on that, but the, but they did mention that they were gonna have that happen. But no, back to my point about um the magic. It's funny too, cause I mean technically, I guess the magic have the ho- only home field advantage there is in this playoffs since they. This is their backyard, basically. This is their backyard. Where, where, where are they playing? But, I mean, Orlando. in Orlando. Where, it's in Orlando. <laughs> it's in Orlando. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, from that game when I was watching that, Giannis can't shoot fucking threes for his life, bro. He needs to stop it. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, it's crazy because I'd be watching all these other players. Like, I mean, I could watch Kristaps. I can watch Luka. I could watch Kawhi. I mean, I could name a list of players, yet Giannis is the most dominant for a dude who's, like, one-dimensional. Like, yeah. really one-dimensional. It's very one-dimensional. And if my team is down late in the clutch, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of hard seeing that Giannis is going to be able to take us, bring us back. For somebody who can't shoot, you know what I'm saying? Especially when they crowd up the paint. And, you know, it's different. It's different in the playoffs. You know, you will get hacked and, and you won't get the call. It just it just happens. It's just like... I think it just in, in 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 the league, you have to be a consistent jump shooter. Like, I just don't understand, like, how you can make it to the best of the best. You know, without having the skills of, you know, jump shooting. I mean, the first skill I ever learned in basketball ever was to shoot a jump shot. Even before a layup. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe people are different. You learn a layup first. But, you know, that's what my PE teacher taught me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we got now, I mean, I mean have- with that, with that, with that series, the Bucks and the Magic, I mean, now they just anger the beast, you know, I, I think. 4-1 right off the bat, Bucks just just win the next four games, you know. I mean, and for the other series too, I think Clippers, Clippers and I'll give Clippers in six. Um, already mentioned, I said what late late, I said Blazers in seven, and then Nuggets, Jazz. Nuggets, Nuggets, yeah, Nuggets in seven as well. I mean, I'm gonna go Nuggets in seven. I want to see this team do well, you know. Yeah, I think I think the Raptors are running away with it. Uh, Celtics 76ers. I'm going with the Celtics. Well, Gordon Hayward's hurt now. He got oh, hurt. He got hurt again. I mean, yeah, that I think it's that same ankle. It it was a really it was a really nasty sprained ankle. I think they said grade three sprained ankle out for at least a month. But they're handling the Celtics are handling the Sixers. They're up two zero now in the series. Um, Tim and I Walker's think Walker's playing great. Yeah, I think I think they'll walk. They'll win that series easily. Jason Tatum. I mean, Jalen Brown. Toronto's handling business as well. Toronto's Toronto. handling handling business against the. Uh, oh, let the me Nets. talk about Toronto real quick because um, I've been you know talking to people you know through Instagram, Twitter, just just raving on this team because this team is built to win. They have depth. Yeah, they won last year. Of course, they're yeah. built to win. Yeah, I, I thought you know, with Kawhi they're left, the champions. I, when, when Kawhi left, I thought that was it. That was it. But now, like, just seeing how they're the number uh, two seed, right? Yeah, number two. Number, number two seed right now. And they just got players. I mean, like, Kyle Lowry, solid playoff player. He just comes mm-hmm. in and performs. You know, Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. More like yeah, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, he's going to be a free agent at the end of this year. I mean, it's, it's going to be a solid pickup for whoever team decides to pick him up. If I'm Toronto, I'm extending him because, you know what I'm saying, that kind of, that player. He is, defi- yeah, yeah. He is a free agent yeah, after this year. That type of player defines your organization. You guys uh, you know, you guys built from the bottom up. You guys, the thing is, they traded away their franchise player. 
their franchise player to get Kawhi Leonard to win a championship. They experiment. won a the championship. And it worked. And, you yeah. know, that experiment worked. And, you know, just having that championship really boosts the entire morale of the entire organization from the top down. Another, I mean, yeah, definitely. I, I Like I said, uh, Toronto is one of my favorites to win it. And then the last series out the, the, out the East, I think we hit all of them. The last series out the East, probably the most interesting one. We got Miami Heat and Indiana Pacers. I mean, Miami won the first game handily, but what this game really everyone talks about is just basically between TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler. I mean, I'm guessing we all know the beef between them. Uh, early January game, I think it was. Jimmy Butler's going off between TJ Warren and the Pacers. TJ Warren gives him a hard foul, and they get into it. I mean, they extend nice, they they extend nice pleasantries towards each other. You know, nice. TJ Warren gets kicked out the game talking about i'll beat your motherfucking ass to jimmy butler and then jimmy didn't hold back in the post-game press conference he basically he, he, we all know the story he told him he was trash can't guard me and then in the this playoff game i mean jimmy butler backed it up man yeah, he did back it, it up dude he still jimmy has the fire in his eyes i mean yeah. i saw i saw i mean that same fire you know who had that fire in his eyes? he hasn't shaved and like he he's going with that old old homeless man look you know because yeah. he, he's he's, he's, he's angry yeah, yeah, motherfucker serious he took it personally you know why because mm-hmm. jimmy butler's the bastard son of michael jordan <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'll never forget he was drafted by bulls first he was drafted by the bulls first they he saw was. something in him Jerry, now, the ghost of jerry Krause saw something in him i want to bring up an interesting point about jimmy butler because He's one of those players that bounces from franchise to franchise. Uh, you know, he seems like on the outside like a very nice person to hang out with. Like, you know what I'm saying? I bet you we probably we probably hit it off. You know what I'm saying? Cool guy to hang out yeah, with, seems grab cool. a beer. Chill. But on the court or, you know, over time in the locker room, he seems like to be a kind of like a like a hidden dark agenda or something. Uh, you know, He's always getting into fights with teammates or off the field. I wouldn't say. I I think that was just the Minnesota experiment. Yeah, the Minnesota yeah. experiment just well, didn't did work for him. Well, he did comment on Gabrielle Union's photo one time. Well, damn, with the little blushy emoji. And what did D Wade say? I'll beat your ass. <laughs> well, I mean, they weren't. They weren't on the same team. They were never on the same team. They weren't. But it's just like, come on, man. Like, like it, D, number one, D Wade is a legend. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta respect the way. You know what I'm saying? You know, like. I mean, he he is kind of like he went off the edge now. I mean, he, I don't a lot of stuff he's doing. Line stepper. We'll I don't know. Habitual line stepper. Habitually. Remember, <laughs> yes. us was a I fan. Remember see. that fight when the name was about to rip his head off? Yeah. I was like, dang, what does this guy do with the name? Definitely, because Jimmy Butler is, and, uh, is definitely a habitual line stepper. I mean, but that series is definitely going to be an interesting one. I hope him and TJ Warren fight again. You know, it'd be great seeing a bubble fight. Yeah. Before we wrap this up, uh, who do you think is the best player in the bubble? Both of y'all. Mo. Right now it has to be Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar. I agree. And then my second, it'll be a surprise, definitely Melo. <laughs> Carmelo, he's been clutch, you know, and they've been count- counting on him huge. Okay. I I think you're just riding the uh, Portland wave. 100%, 100% I am. 100%. Yeah. Big facts, big up. They got him brainwashed. Who do you think? So what, do you what think? about you? Yeah, and what about you? You, you too, you Omar. We, we need to hear from you too. I, I, I'm going to give you my right up from Mahana. Let's see. We, yeah, we, okay. We, yo, for sure. Number one. Yo, Damian Lillard. Oh, okay, yes. what the hell? That's yes. what I just, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Damian Lillard. And then number two, I want to say uh, Luca. Oh, yeah, bro. You, you literally just stole it through out of me. You know, I was definitely going to go with Damian Lillard number one because not only, you know, Every time I put your shoes on and I hop on the court, I'm fucking hitting everything. I don't know who this Luca guy is. I only refer to him as Estina. Estina, you know? on the Stina. other hand, or, 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 or I'll call him number seventy-seven. Number seventy-seven. Yeah. Seventy-seven. You know, you can't trust anyone. Give him the on hand the court. signals with that. The seven-seven. I, I want to see every referee, every single referee put up. Yo, there's a foul against seventy-seven. Put up two sevens. The European nightmare. Like I know niggas was on the court talking about Blitzkrieg. What the hell, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Nah, man, Luca's on that seventy-seven for life, bro. The European sensation. The European sensation, bro. If you if you're from Croatia, you're a Destino. If you're from Bosnia, you're a Diamante. I don't understand, it means you're man. A diamond. Like, 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 you know, I've been across the world. I played, you know, basketball against other people from different countries, and you know, outside of America, they have pretty weird form. I'm not gonna lie, they dribble one-handed. Like, hey, they're like, teaching like, it right. Forties basketball. They're players. teaching it right out there. I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they're yeah. teaching it right. Yeah, whoever's his basketball coach. I mean, honestly, I think it's just him. Just watching more basketball than other players and just, you know, yeah, some people are just, uh, they're just gifted, you know, some people are just gifted. Yeah. Cause on top of that, man, like Luka Doncic, like, you know what I'm saying? 
He has very slow crossovers, but it will get anybody. He's a walking bucket. He has well, a walking bucket. What's the Eastern European term for bucket? I think it's bukit. 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 Basket. Basket. I make basket. I make basket. Very big basket. Well, if we're on the topic of European stuff. Yeah, while we're on European stuff. While we're on Europe. Let's talk about a UEFA Champions League. We're talking about Europe now. We're talking about Germany. We're talking about Bayern Munich versus Barcelona with a huge W. Eight yeah. to two. Eight to two. Yo, you you read that right? Eight to two. Eight to two. That's a ten goal barn burner. I'm forget. No, no. Series. We gave them the we gave them motherfucking Brazilians hella shit for that seven seven one debacle. Was it seven one? Y'all Spaniards. Yeah. Y'all Spaniards. Y'all getting the same players. fucking. Yeah. Y'all getting the same treatment. Y'all are getting the goddamn same treatment. You know why? It's. So... I remember when y'all thought Messi was the goat. Yeah, I I won't forget when y'all thought Messi was the goat. Messi is over for you in Barcelona. Man, I've seen Messi cry so many fucking times, bro. But Messi, Messi, you scored, you tripped and scored a goal against Leipzig. But when it came to Bayern Munich and you saw two. World class defenders. It was like, yo, what's going on over what's here? What's going on? What's going on, fam? What you scared of, Messi? What are you scared of, bro? Luis Suarez, you the only one scored a goal. It was a nice goal. You had a little. You got one of the defenders with a little. Oh, 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 let me hit the hezzy. Yeah, hey, and come this way. For all of Barcelona, what, what what's wrong with y'all? What, y'all thought y'all thought just because it's COVID, y'all want to play social distancing I now? Never want social distancing now. His ass beat this bad. Ronaldo would never, ever. Nah, straight up. No, but eight two. Eight, eight two. two. Let's talk about Mueller. Hitting the first two goals within the first twenty minutes, Thomas Mueller, you are great. I don't. I, it looks like you're a hundred years old, but for real, bro, you're like probably. I can't believe how young that is. That guy yeah. is. It's that German. Mueller's a goat, man. It's them German genes. No, but um, Lewandowski, you played great. Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Robert, Robert yeah. Lewandowski. What we have here in Bayern Munich. I don't think guy, I don't think Tell him one more time. Do we have we have Robert Lewandowski? Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yeah. Did you guys get yeah. that? Did you guys get that? Yeah. You get that? Lewandowski. Yeah. Because yeah. he scores goals. Lots scores of goals. Corentin uh, Talisio, you scored a goal too. You did great. And let's not forget about Felipe Coutinho. Uh, you know, you play for Liverpool. Shit, everybody much. scored, man. Even my grandma scored. Got it on the you get a goal. You, you get, get a goal. goal. You get a goal. Everyone gets a goal. No, Coutinho, you scored two right at the end of the last two minutes. And it's funny because you're going back to Barcelona in probably less than two weeks. That's probably going to be an awkward locker room They're conversation. They're paying this man Coutinho's salary, and he's over there. Scoring goals like, in so, a route. I'm sorry, in a route. When Gerard Piquet makes it easy for me to score, I score. He scored. He didn't just score once. He scored twice, I believe. He scored twice. Twice. Yeah, it was right. like uh, four minutes salary. in between each other, each goal. They're still oh paying his salary. Goodness. Oh, terrible. Drowning in L's. Drowning in L's. That is crazy. Oh, that is absolutely insane. You know? Messi is absolutely Matter of fact, crazy. you know what? Add another goal on top of that. That's another. That's, that's, another, make... that's a 9-2 loss right yeah, there. Yeah, that's, a, that's a 9-2 loss. Yeah. You know what? I don't want to hear from you Barca fans, all right? I don't want to hear it. Isn't it, Um, there's been rumors as well. Messi done in Barcelona. He's going to enter Miami. David Beckham's team. And I think Inter David Miami. Beckham. Oh, you're yeah, calling it quits? Oh, yeah, because he's getting up there. And you know who else is getting up there? Ronaldo. And I think what David Beckham's trying to do is pair Ronaldo and Messi at Inter Miami for one of the best soccer teams in all of America. Okay, shot clock history. running That's down. That's all, all I know. Who takes the last shot? Who Ronaldo. takes that free kick? Ronaldo. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. taking the free kick. I'm yeah. taller me, than you, Messi. Me, 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 Messi, sit, sit down. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> sit the fuck sit down. down. Get, the back, get back in the ball, oh, motherfucker. You, you want to run but over the ball? Get in the fucking wall. Yeah. Run, run over the ball. I'll, I'm going to hit it. I'll, yeah, you can run yeah. over the ball. Be cute. Be cute with it. Be cute with, with that shit. Yeah. 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 Do what you want to do. We could just treat, yeah, they're probably going to treat Messi how we treated him in our uh, manager mode. You know, yo, Messi, you want to start. You're 80-minute player. 80-minute. Messi, we'll give you the start, man. We'll give you, we'll give you the start today, man. You know, it's a sucky team. You I'm know, a, you're gonna play 40 minutes, but it's all good. Bro. He 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 coming into the office like, boss, might I make a request? No. What the fuck do you want, Messi? What the fuck do you want? Old ass motherfucker. You want to go back to Spain? You want to go back to Spain? He's like, you're in Miami now, motherfucker. You want to pay the rest of your salary for me? You want to give me back the money I gave you up front? God damn! But that does mean even more fine ass European women will be coming to Miami. Oh, absolutely! One hundred percent. They're flying we'll be over great. like it's nothing. We don't care that there's a, a pandemic. No, but let's continue on with uh, Champions League. You know, um, Man City lost to uh, Barcelona before Barcelona played uh, Bayern Munich. Your team, Omar Manchester United, took an L to Sevilla. So, yeah, that was in the Europa League. Let's not talk about that. Not we fun. will talk about it. It's <laughs> no great. Bueno, it's great to talk it's about no stuff bueno. like that. It's no bueno. It's okay. You know, Man once U- again, the team that will carry around a trophy. It's it's nice being the only English team as an Arsenal fan. Arsenal Football Club team member, I would should say. 
I do actually do have the uh, crest, and I do have a book that can prove I am a team member. The team signed man, me. That's oh, totally boss man. Fine. Boss I do. Man. Boss man. Boss man. Boss man. The, the streets uh, won't forget that's this. That's not dumb. even the main trophy, though. That's but, the wait, <laughs> hey, I, I don't want to hear from people who don't know what trophies look that's like, like smell like. It's just like nice. Not doing He's right. He, his it's, team it's is nice. only, his, his team's the only team actually playing any tournaments. I mean, well, my team's the only one that had a trophy. An English team that had a trophy this year. Outside of, I mean, I'm, I'm Liverpool, just, obviously. I'm just happy to place third. We started off placing 10th. I'm just happy that <laughs> I get to watch my team in the Champions League next year. Hey, look, you're just mad because uh, my team took William from you. So it's okay. And It's okay. Now that now that we're, we're still on this, It's like know, the Arsenal and Chelsea have like a player exchange program going on. Like, hey, you could take God Watch good players. I'm pissed. You, took, you guys took Giroud from us. Giroud was pimped. I don't know what's up with time. Arsenal, but y'all just love giving away your strikers to the other I teams. I don't know. I it's, don't know. It, it, it's like, yo, Van Persie? Yo, we're coming to Man U. <laughs> Van Persie, hey, yeah. Alexis Sanchez? Alexis Sanchez? We're coming to Man U. Oh, is Aubameyang next on that list? No, no, no. I don't think so. No, Aubameyang's going to stay. No, like, Aubameyang, like, to me, like, he defines, like, Arsenal, like, you know. Yeah, he's culture. he's definitely the most uh, gifted and like number one. He's, he's black. He's fast. Yeah, one hundred percent. Black he's a fan fast. Favorite. Yeah. He looks like fan ludicrous. Favorite. He's Claude's favorite. Um, he's a superstar too. Like he 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 makes he finishes. He yeah. actually finishes, which oh, I can't oh, say yeah, a, yeah. a lot about oh, old finishes. Arsenal strikers. He's the only guy to pull up to a British gas station in a gold-plated Lamborghini. Just a flex. Just he will flex. He's like, I'm buying I'm buying twenty pounds worth of gas, mate. Man, but let me talk about yeah, exactly. Going back to that point. Most strikers that you watch, you know what I'm saying, like true strikers, they get like their two or three shots on goal or whatever, and then you know most of the time they miss wide. <laughs> <laughs> You're fat. <Yeah. laughs> like, and then Put like, your Nutella and, down. And, and, and then you get that shot of them. They're like, oh man, like you know, bitching about something, either the pass or something. But it's just like, damn motherfucker, be an athlete, score, score. But you got Aubameyang. It don't matter. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, it don't matter. Two, you you make a you make a way. Those See, two goals against Chelsea. Those weren't easy goals. You just you know what I'm saying. That's a, a true striker. There's a difference between a, a striker and a poacher. A poacher is like yo, you give me the ball, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna put it in the net. That's Zlatan. That's goddamn Van Persie. That's goddamn Wayne Rooney and Giroud. Him squad. Yeah. You, you give him the ball in the back heel. He's like yo, watch this scorpion kick. Boom into the top net. You know what I'm saying? Diego Costa. Diego Costa was like that too. Didier Drogba. All these great, fantastic poachers of a striker. Then you got lazy motherfuckers who should just probably play center back instead. You know who really has lost it, in my opinion, and why they're probably going to lose the final is PSG. Neymar in the first half against, uh, what team did they play? Leipzig. They had that comeback. But Neymar had a hat trick of misses in that first half, and it's just like, bro, you're right in front of goal. Easy opportunity. You put it in the back of the net. I thought you were one of the best players in the world. What happened to Barcelona Neymar with the spiky hair? Nothing. The, the soft. That's not Neymar. That that's that that's Barcelona Neymar. That's You're talking about PSG Neymar. We're talking okay? about There's PSG Neymar. Man. We're talking about 220 million Neymar. You know, Neymar reminds me of OBJ, just like his star status and all that stuff. He 100%. Like, yeah, you know, I see he, that. He, he had like one big play or like one big tournament, the uh, 2013 Confederations Cup, and then. He just getting a lot of buzz, but then always getting hurt. He took Very off animated. with Barcelona. Barcelona. He did take yeah. off with Barcelona. So I mean, we credit did, his career to, I he, guess, Messi. He did have a great cast of, you know, Alexis Sanchez. Get, Messi, was it, I don't know if Alexis was there. Alexis wasn't there. Wasn't I, yeah, I think Alexis was still in. Um, was with Arsenal at that point. No, I'm talking about like way before that. Like. Oh yeah, you yeah, could yeah. be right. You could be right. No, but um, for the final, what do y'all think? I, I'm, I'm going with Bayern because Bayern's a goal scoring so, tyrant. So what, what's the semi? Is it semifinals now? Oh no, it's done. It's PSG versus Bayern Munich. Bayern, Bayern Munich. Oh, I gotta go with Bayern Munich. My boy Serge Gnabry, former Arsenal oh, man, still on the If we didn't mention it, if we didn't mention it, Bayern already beat Lyon today, three zero. Serge Gnabry, two goals. Lyon's French team, correct? Yeah, Olympic Lyon. Olympic Lyon. Who, Lyon. Do they have any like uh, any notable players? Memphis Depay, former Manchester United player. Unless Memphis Depay channels his inner Dame time, that's the only way. Only way. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the only I way. I see a final score of 12-2 in the final. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to go 4-2. Four, 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 I'm going with... 4-2 Byron, obviously. You don't think they can score 12? No, I, I, when it comes to scoring and Bayern, I don't count them out of I, I, I give I, them a minimum goal. I think they have good discretion. So, like, for a team like Barcelona, they're going to, like, all right, t- let me try hard now. See, I think... Let me set up on my damn chair, you know? I think Bayern is the only team that understands the American ideology of playing sports. Get the fuck forward yeah. and yeah. score. Thank you. Thank you. Get, get forward. Because at the no. end of the day, I think they under... Like you mentioned, they understand... 
at the end of the day, every most games, most sports is literally, um, it's literally freaking. We need to score more than them. We need to outscore them. Nobody wants a fucking draw. A draw is boring as fuck. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. Yeah, like park the bus strategy. Oh, oh get that out of here. Get that out. I'm the Mourinho oh. gift. Just taking my headphones off. Park the bus. Ah, oh, get out of here. It makes the game beautiful. You it get is. The, it, you have it, to it, very it, it, No, motherfucker. It's a different way of playing the game. Come on. It's strategic. I know best. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. Defenses have the game. No, but um, if they did have a Ballon d'Or. Because they canceled that, obviously, this year. I don't know why they can't do it virtually over Zoom, but, you know, they have to have everyone there presented in a nice suit and tie. Um, uh, my guess is that Robin Lewandowski or Lewandowski would be the Ballon d'Or winner. Not only that, he got jacked, and I'm pretty sure he's, like, above 30. So that's great for someone his age. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And thank God it's going to be, you know, it's canceled because, you know, I've watched, you know, Ballon d'Ors before. Um... Like, why I can't always, you just do it virtually? Wish, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why can't we do it virtually? And I always wish I had that time back. It's because they always just want to focus that camera on Messi and Ronaldo. But guess who didn't win it this it's just year? Like, Neither you know, Messi or Ronaldo. That's the thing. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, us Americans, we don't really like that like kind of like classy, like, it has like this ballroom feel to it. The ESPYs. The ESPYs the is lit. You get like... The ESPYs is more about, you know, who's hosting it. You know, we had Drake host it that one time. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's, yeah, it's the like SBs, like you said, it's literally about who who's hosting. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a marketing event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else do we have this weekend? We got we had a great fight this last. Oh weekend. yeah, we did Steve have a, versus Daniel Cormier. Yeah, we did, we did, we did have a great card. Jk, it was not that great of a card. Kind of underwhelmed for me, uh, definitely. Um, the two fights I was looking forward to were uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley versus uh, Cheetah Vera. I mean, Sean O'Malley went down. Get the well first, soon. Yeah, get, yeah, get, get, well, soon, get well soon, Sean. He did take on a lot of fights in the, the year of 2020, so I give him that. I think this was going to be his third fight in the calendar year, and he could have probably fought, fought another. Uh, if, if he didn't get hurt, he probably was going to fight another, uh, get another fight in there. So, I mean, get better. Um, what do you think about John Jones moving up the heavyweight? Do you think he's going to potentially fight Stipe? Well, I mean, this is the most interesting thing now. So, John Jones, obviously, he's getting finally getting his request and moving up to heavyweight. I think he's going to be fighting Francis Ngannou. Ooh. So, because I think out, outside of Stipe, I don't know any other heavyweights. Because Francis Ngannou is the big one. I think with the UFC and what Dana White's probably thinking is they definitely have to get John Jones to... It has to be Francis because Francis Ngannou was the one John Jones was calling out. He wants to fight, and if anything, damn, they got Kenny. They caught Kenny Jet Smith uh, his ass out. That's funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, on NBA, that that show is funny as hell. But back to the UFC talk. I mean, Stipe. I would like to see the rematch with Stipe, but Stipe is probably done for the year. I, I think he's probably done for the year. If, if he does get one more title shot, it's probably going to be the winner of John Jones and uh, Francis Ngannou. I hope that's the fight we see, you know. Mm-hmm. And back to, I mean, Stipe beating the beating the shit out of Dan Cormier. Maybe he didn't beat the shit out of him. I, I fell asleep. It was a unanimous after. dub. It was, it was a unanimous dub. I, I fell asleep at the first round from what I <laughs> from from what I gained from uh, uh, watching some of the highlights. It was just a lot of clinch work by Stipe. And um, DC couldn't really get out of a that. major eye poke. Really yeah. Up. Okay, yeah. yeah. Stipe did poke the fuck out of. Is that legal? DC's. No, no it's not. You, you get a p- point deducted if it's like. You do it too many oh, times. Oh, okay. So they don't. They don't. Nah, that it's was based on yeah. That was, yeah, that was really yeah. nasty. So Stipe, he tore his cornea. Oh yeah. oh yeah, DC tore his cornea. But I will. DC poked him in the eye both fights, and DC I'm is sure known for eye poking. Yeah. And I will say this: I, I watched a, a Joe Rogan podcast on it. The UFC gloves. Uh, I mean, one of the Justin Gaethje's a coach talked about it, Trevor Whitman. The UFC gloves make it so that. You can't really. You have to keep your arms spread out because they're so big. Yeah, they're so they're huge. So you see when they're blocking and they're like pushing. They're like basically palming. Yeah, you're palming someone away from. Yeah, them. and that's when a lot of the eye pokes happen. But that was is was a really nasty one. And I mean DC, look, dude, I scratched my. I, I've torn my. I, I, I think he scratched his cornea. I don't know if he tore it or scratched. It. I think he, he tore it. Legally blind. I scratched my cornea, so I mean, I think the dude's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, post fight, it looked really bad. But I'm glad this man is retiring. Bro, his post fight interview was like, but I cannot see. I'm legally, legally blind. blind. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What do you I mean, I hope he doesn't complain about it. What do y'all think about the uh, next? He, uh, he, he took like a true champ, honestly, in yeah. my opinion. You know, well, this is the third he's time he's retiring. But I cannot see like, literally his, his interviews. Like, I cannot see him legally blind. <laughs> it is what it is. He literally said that verbatim. No, he he's probably one of the dudes that like he's very uh, humble in his defeats. Like every time, he's very humble in his defeats. Um, what do y'all think about the next uh, big? fight coming up so the next Paulo Acosta versus Israel so that's the next p- pay-per-view Stylebender Stylebender that's gonna oh, be a very yeah. interesting one Stylebender 19-0 and 0, middleweight champ and Paulo Costa 13-0 someone's gonna go down someone's, someone's gonna, gonna go down so I'm really excited for that fight you know someone's I'm really excited I mean coming up too and after I think the next one will be the next pay-per-view after that will be Gaethje and Khabib and I'm Ooh, that's the, the big one I was gonna that's say, the big are, one we are want Are we getting are we getting this Khabib fight? We will get this Khabib fight. I think it's scheduled for October, Yo, you know. Khabib. So and if they can get John Jones on that card, that will be a huge Ooh. draw, you know. It's going to be a great Oh man, man, I just can't wait to, you know. I just follow Khabib back on Instagram. <laughs> He's not posting any. He's like, cringe. Terrible... Most of the freaking UFC fighters are cringe, you know. I mean, Khabib. Is... I would say Stylebender sometimes. You know, when he died his hair pink, that was kind of cringe to me. But that's just me, you know. What from I'm New Zealand, I don't and, blame him. Yeah, exactly. He's from New Zealand, like you know. I mean, at the same time, I think you could also bet on um, Adesanya's uh, hair color. <laughs> yeah, they're so probably I, all prop bets, yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, it's September twenty sixth, so I would say he's gonna be like maroon, fallish color. Fallish, yeah. orange. I, I'm gonna go with orange if anything. Yeah, and then I think I, I think in October he'll go back to pink for breast cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I don't know. I think that's an American thing. I don't think they do that. And then in November he's gonna do a salute to service color. Yeah. <laughs> go so army. Speaking of uh, salute to service, though, let's get right into football. Oh, we football got our canceled yes, season football! for the Big Ten and the Pac-12. But however, we got the ACC and the SEC going through with it because obviously they got nothing else going on so in their states. I saw a funny, very funny tweet about this that said, so the governor of Ohio, which obviously is where Ohio State resides, which Ohio State is a part of the Big Ten, governor of Ohio, uh, I think, gave the go-ahead for the school, for the states to resume fall activities, fall sports. So when you look at it, that means the Cleveland Browns, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cincinnati Bearcats, all Ohio State, all, all Ohio high school teams will be able to play football. And you know who won't? Ohio State. Make that make sense. The Ohio State? Can you do that? Can you do that? Yeah, I can make that make sense for you guys. Can you do that? So. Like, I feel for the students. Like, it makes, I don't get it. I don't so, get that so, shit so the thing is, like, if I, I, so what's the deal with Ohio State campus? Is the campus open for school? I think See, it's like I don't know. I don't know that. The city of Columbus yeah, is the campus? In the Big Ten, because they did this in Maryland. I remember we had a snow day, and uh, the season opener was on a Thursday, but the school was not ready to be opened up. They still made us go to class, even though I was busting my ass, slipped on ice in front of this old lady who started laughing at me. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. to get to class and stuff, and they they did that just so they could have the game. So if there's classes, then there's games. But if there's no classes, there's no games, and it makes sense because it's just like, come on, man. You, I think like, most of the places, like most schools, are doing some type of hybrid. I'm not sure. I really don't know. I mean, I talked to people about. I talked to like some of my colleagues at work. This is just basically on like the school front. Like they sent. I mean, we know Moomin and uh, freaking our cousin, shout out Moomin in shout Texas. Out. Uh, you, Hook Univer- Horns. Hook'em Horns, University of Texas, Austin, awesome, baby. He, he he moved in, so there. I think he's in campus now. Uh, another one of my colleagues, he, he talked talking about his son. They went for a week, and now they're sending them back home. So I, it's just a crazy, unprecedented it's situation. Just like, Yo, why don't y'all just do the right thing and just not? Because I really feel for like some of the players, you know. Like, I mean, Justin Fields is trying to organize a, a petition, change.org. Like, that's not going to – I'm sorry. It's just not happening, man. Like, yeah, and it, they're saying uh, – they're talking about maybe the possibility of a spring season. Like, just the logistics. I, we got to talk about how this will affect football and sports, not just now, but down like the line. 2021? Yeah, 2021. Like, I, fa- will we have fans? Will yeah. we not have fans? Will we have sports? How is that going to work? I feel like football got really lucky with this whole COVID shit because it happened just before the COVID outbreak. Mm -hmm. But with all these other sports, like, you know, the NBA and soccer and all that, they're like, yo, we're going to do this shit in August. And in less than probably a month or two, you're going back to your regular schedule. But shout out to the But they're they're still not. Yeah, they're still, they're still, no one's going back to regular schedule because, I mean, the NBA probably has it set up the best. 
They, yeah. they, they've like talked about it and they have a schedule up until the end of the 2021 season. Right. And I think they're the only ones who have went that far ahead and planned it. Uh, everybody else, no. I honestly think college football is going to be a mess. Uh, if the NFL, I mean, out of uh, well, the ACC and SEC is still going on, so I mean, I'm still going to be watching that. We're all still going to be watching that. Gonna be I'm going to be betting money on that. You I know? love Clemson football. Yeah, I do. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and I, I think I read on a tweet somewhere that like you know LSU is like set to lose eighty million dollars if they don't have a season. But I think someone else was like quoting it saying what I read was uh, LSU players are worth eighty million dollars. Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, no, they are. They are hundred. Pay them. Yeah, pay these players. Like, well, I mean, them. now, like I said, now they can. Like, yeah, uh, they're getting a free education, but like nowadays, you don't even need a degree. Oh, they don't need. They don't need monetary expenditures. No, they, like, yeah. you make the school so much money, you should be able to pay them. You know what I'm saying? Like Ohio State, I would not give a fuck about Ohio State if they didn't have a football team. Big facts. I yeah. wouldn't care about it. half the reason I know half these colleges and their team name is because I know a football player you guys who went there or they had nice yeah. uniforms you guys, or, or basketball uniforms, shit like that. You guys wouldn't be called the Ohio State University if it wasn't after the Ohio State University football team. That football stadium fills up more people than an NFL stadium. Your what? whole, the city of Columbus's GDP is college football <laughs> that, that i mean CFP. that that's a lot of southern schools though that's a lot of southern yeah, schools. just college football i mean GDP. which, which, which that's actually a good segue into um more football talk about i mean fans and stadiums and not there's you know. no fans anymore no i mean they're, well, they're based on team based on team. it's yeah based on team preference because i've seen well the the big news was the um the chiefs announced that they're selling tickets they're allowing fans i think they're capping at 22 percent capacity Ooh. and a lot of teams are doing that they're they're either capping it capping the attendance limit or saying the first few months or not few months first few home games like say first month of the season i know the seahawks are doing that this the first three home games no fans and then they'll monitor it from there i think some teams were really premature to just announce no fans. I mean, the Washington football team obviously did that. You guys don't want to, your fans don't want to see I mean, that. Shit. Guys I want to see that shit. I do want to. I've seen that shit, and I want to see more shit. Fans in this process. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I'm still here. You lost the game, Skip. <laughs> you lost the game, Skip. So, and I mean, the Eagles too. I think the Eagles aren't allowing fans either. I mean, that's what's the smart thing to do. Jets and Yo, Giants aren't me, allowing I, fans. If any fan base is gonna spread COVID the most, I think it's the Philadelphia Eagles fan base. And I say that I would go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. But yeah, is that fair? I my question is, is that fair that some teams can have fans and others can't? Well, I think it's really weird. Well, like, my thing is this. I'm going to ask y'all both a question. I want y'all to answer as honestly as possible. Do you think teams like the Seahawks, the Chiefs, and um, the Saints that depend on their fans to make loud-ass noises in their stadiums to throw off the other team are going to be as successful as they previously were before COVID without as many fans in their stadium making the noise? Because when you play at the Century League, uh, sorry, not the Century League, the uh, Seahawks Stadium, and um, yeah. at the Saints Stadium, you know what I'm saying? You it's very loud. Count. You, you can't hear see, shit. Yeah, when you, your team is playing the Saints, and I know this from the experience, all you hear is see is your quarterback snapping. Snap the fucking ball! Snap the fucking ball! Snap the fucking ball! Let's go! And then, boom, delay of game. And it's upsetting, yeah. too, because I'm pretty sure the L.A. teams, too, uh, Chargers and Rams, they're not allowing fans there, too, and they just built a fucking stadium. Don't you think you want? they want... People in the stands. What, what about the Las the, Vegas stadium? Las Vegas, I don't think. I mean, Vegas seems good. Vegas seems good, but I mean, yeah, I been, think it's weird, like having state some places with state with fans, other places no fans. Like, I mean, the NFL should have sent out a policy about it, but I mean that that's just me see, talking. That's the thing. You know? I, personally, I don't think the NFL responded to COVID as best as other uh, sports did, and I think. And they, they had the most time. They had the most time. It's crazy. Do you think? Do you think fans are going to that stadium wearing a mask? I would. I mean, if I'm going, I'm going. I'm wearing a mask. I'm wearing a fucking mask. I, mean, I, I feel like a lot of NFL fans, like probably like Saints fans, like they're the demographic that believe that no wearing mask. a mask is uh, taking away your freedom. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, I bought these dream seats. I will not wear. A I mask. will not wear a fucking <laughs> mask. Never. Never. <laughs> Fuck that. I want my free hot dog. Um, I don't want my quarterback kneeling. <laughs> I want to see Drew Brees stand. I mean, but now, like now with football and stuff like that, we get we got we got more stuff going on. I mean, training camp starting head underway. I think people, uh, most teams are started hitting, started pad padded practices and stuff like that. Speaking of people coming back, Ooh. how do you feel about the man himself returning from a very gruesome injury, Alex? Alex Smith. Stanky Leg Smith. <laughs> Alex, oh, that's dirty. Oh, that's dirty. Oh, no, 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 no
like I've seen it like physically when I was playing football, a kid snap his leg like that one time. Not a good feeling to have. I'm just happy to see. Alex He's straight. Back. I mean, Mal, yeah, I, especially after almost losing his life. I think this is <laughs> this is. I mean, it's just great news all around. I mean, outside of just football, it's just a great like life story news. You know, I mean, the dude. I watched his E60. I heard about the. All, I mean, you know, I follow, I follow the Washington football team. So it was really great seeing Alex Smith back. And, like, he doesn't need to prove anything to anyone. But for the people who think he's going to play, like, get get over your fucking selves. He's not going to play at all. He's going to be an honorary cut. We're going to yeah. force it. Like, it's going to be something like, oh, because uh, we can't carry him on the roster if he can't play. He said his next hurdle is taking a hit. And how badly, like, we don't have time as a football team to do that. I, I think I think the doctors did this to save his football career, as opposed to having his career end on that injury. Because it's, I mean, technically, it's still going to end on the injury because we're paying him twenty million dollars. We're not going to keep three quarterbacks on the roster. Oh, then he was about the bag. Yeah, he, I mean, he is about the bag. I you mean, know? got to be. Yeah, I've been watching by his entire career, and I think he earned that bag. I mean, no, it's no, literally, doesn't. it's literally him and his competitiveness as an athlete, and just yeah. pushing himself, seeing how far he can get. I think he understands his career is basically over, but he wants to see how far his he can get. He you took know? it personally. I, respect that. I, respect I wouldn't, that. I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, I mean, the the, the only time you'll see Alex Smith on the field is when um, is victory formation. Only time. Maybe. I, I, oh my God, yo, yo! Imagine that game track. ovation, you know, if you yeah. have fans there. Yeah. I mean, when that happens. Because I mean, it's just so sad. The dude, I mean, he. I'll never forget six and three, baby. Six and three. We were on a trajectory like we were about to be a good team. You know, six and three. He did what he needed to do. You know. No, but yeah, shout out Alex Smith, man. Yeah, so I'm glad you're back. And we needed, we needed, we needed some. The Washington football team needed good news, good yeah. PR for once. Even, you know? and so not only that, news, yeah, yeah more good first news. Black president. Yeah, yeah, I know. Shout, shout out to, I mean, Ron Rivera, and shout out to Dan Snyder. I'm gonna give Dan Snyder credit. I mean, you get shat on all the time, dude, but you're making, you're, you're doing what you need to do. You're probably still a probably shitty making person. Making big time PR moves. You're making big time PR moves, which you haven't done before. You're probably still a shitty person. Um. I mean, people do try to uh, defame your name, go after that. Like, people connecting you to Jeffrey Epstein and shit, that's kind of wild. Oh, so, yeah, go go, go go, 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 go sue them. You Go do you, Dan. Yeah, go do you. Rival. Yeah, nah, yeah, you got to do that. If you have rival. any links with Jeffrey Epstein, you are wild. You guys hear about that uh, Seahawks player getting yeah. cut for, oh sneaking, for sneaking a girl brought, in the room? He, hold on, hold on. Did he in, bring into her, the hotel room? That's what I'm saying. Did he bring her in in a jersey and full pads and a helmet? That's what I want to know. I think he brought her into, like, you know, Seahawks, like, officials, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess he just gave her the gear. He I mean, gave what? her the little press badge. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, I've seen look, a look, picture look. of the girl, too. Like, she don't <laughs> – she look like any normal, like, freaking girl. Like, bruh. Ali's like a, it's like, what you a freaking IG model or something like that. Like, no, bro. You sacrifice pads and help. You're an undrafted shit. rookie, you like, fucking like, dumbass. I thought you were bringing in like a Summer Ray girl, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, like a, a baddie. But you're undrafted. I expect nothing less out of you. You will always be remembered as that dumbass. That dumbass you brought in the girl. Because on top of that, it's not like... You... What if you put her in pads and a helmet? That, I don't know, man. You're lucky you're not Dude's going bubble. crazy with it, though. You know, it's one thing to uh, bring a girl in as an undrafted uh, rookie free agent, but during this time, during a pandemic, dude, you got a pandemic, bro. You bringing in random hoes? Random hoes? I think you're personally being a little bit hard on him. I totally understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just jerk off all day. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to, nigga. Damn, OnlyFans, bro. Buy an OnlyFans account. Damn it. The fuck? <laughs> nah, motherfucker. I'm in the NFL. I can bring in a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Not this season, brother. If the season happens. No, like Stephen A mentioned earlier, like on ESPN, it's like, yo, we're asking a lot from these players. You know, these kind of things are understandable. I hope he gets another shot, man. I think he will. Fuck no. You probably I hope think he, he don't. Won't. But anyways, man, I hope um, he gets another chance. That's just all I want to say. All right, so I got a question for both of y'all. Who is the worst defense in the league, and why is it either the Carolina uh, Panthers, the Bengals, Arizona, or the Giants and Patriots. I'm gonna go with Patriots. Yeah. Only because they're they're tanking. They're everyone's opting out, and I feel bad for Cam because Cam's in his jiggy mood. Cam Cam's living his best life out in New England, and now they're gonna they're gonna fucking do him dirty because they're not gonna have a fucking defense ready to go in fucking New England. Bill Belichick, what are you doing? I've seen you sabotage a fucking team before. I've seen you sabotage a team. Okay. I know you benched Malcolm Malcolm Butler in Super Bowl Fifty Two. For a reason. 
No, that was Nick Foles sabotaging the Patriots. No, 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 no. no. Tell me, tell me why Malcolm Butler was not in that game in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Malcolm Butler, Butler would have got targeted. He got sabotaged. Yeah, he, he sabotaged it. He pulled up to that practice. You guys saw the documentary. You guys saw that yeah. YouTube video. He, uh, he, he pulled up. He pulled up. Hey, and Bill Belichick was like, "Nah, <laughs> not happening." Yeah, nah. But I'll tell you what. I think the Giants, because Giants are pretty bad. Giants have been pretty bad for the past five years. They have a, in my opinion, a pretty solid roster. They just always shit the bed every single year. It's like every year, it's just like, how can we disappoint our fans this year? Yeah, hmm, no. That's what that's what they be thinking in their huddles. I feel bad. I mean, getting shout out to Akil. He's also a Giants fan. Big up to but Akil. they have been really, ter- they have been bad since tw- since they won the Super Bowl in 2011. Like they've just been. They have declining. been bad since the 61 yard field goal that Jake Kelly hit on them. No, they and they got old. rid of. I mean, okay, in 2016 they were good. 2016, they were good, but they lost the first round of the playoffs. They were really good. They won like, like they were. They, they were 11 and five, I believe. Y'all remember? Yeah. Y'all remember? They were really good. Yeah. They were a dangerous team. The, they were 11 and five, but they, but you know what I'm saying? In in like five of those wins, they were one possession. They were like one. That's play a, away that's from, good. From, I that means they, they were they, one they, play away from being six and ten in five. But they games. made okay, whatever. I mean, we get we could go about that all day, but. Oh, yeah, uh, Giants, that's we, hearsay. Giants fans, just remember 2012, Eli. That's all you got to do. All right, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to end the show with this new segment that I came up with. It's called Drowning in Dubs, the good kind, where you win and Drowning you are successful. Drowning in Dubs. Drowning in Dubs. Dub. All right, so I want three people from both of y'all. It could be a team. It could be an individual. Mohanan, you go first. But wait, 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 wait. What is this Drowning in Dubs, though? It's uh, who you expect is going to be a winner from here on out in any competition, any sport. All right, from here on out, I'm going to go with Club Who's Shay Shay. That's always open because them takes are going to be coming in hot. And I know... Skip ain't bringing it. Yeah, Skip ain't bringing it. Ain't bringing shit. Ain't bringing it. Ain't bringing it. Ain't bringing it. Number two, I want to say Damian Lillard, forever a baller. And number three, of course, Goat James. La Goat. La Goat. All right, what about you, Mohammed? Uh, I got to give a uh, shout-out to my man's Alex Smith. I'll give him my drowning in dubs. Drowning in dubs. Um, my man's came back from a gruesome leg injury. Dude, N- niggas in uh, Iraq and stuff like that have similar injuries. This is a wartime type of injury. My man's pow, come pow, back. Pow, from, pow, pow, pow. And, I mean, I, I know people who still have not recovered from their injuries, a.k.a. Ryan Shazier. Yeah, Shazier, I'm coming Pull after you. Up for the homies. Don't be coming at my man's Alex Smith like that. Yeah, he can win the he, he can win the starting quarterback job and he's getting paid twenty million a year. He's a hero and he's drowning in dubs, Let baby. Me hold a dollar, Alex. That's only one guy. That's my guy. That's your guy. No one else. Guy. All right, you know, three guys. You obviously know who I'm gonna go with. It's uh Mr. Robert Levangolski. 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 Yeah. Levangolski. He keeps scoring. He keeps scoring. He's a Ballon d'Or winner. Him. And uh pretty much that's it. Uh and LeBron James. LeBron James, but who is your my third, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, he is ja- He's always drowning. PM fifteen. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't stop that. He's got State Farm commercials. He's got ownership of the Kansas Royals. But what else could you want for a franchise? I want ownership of the country. I want ownership of the planet in my contract. If I could throw the ball the way that Patrick Mahomes does, you know what? I'd be asking for ownership of the nuclear arms. <laughs> All right, though, guys. It was great chatting with y'all this hour. Thank you for staying tuned. Yes, sir. Come back next week. We'll have next more week, content. Next week, baby. For episode three.